place to meet up with your buddies, have some drinks, and of course, talk some sports. And now, it's time! Welcome back! We're happy that you could join us today. It's uh, Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. I am the, with four E's today, Big Zoe, joined by our resident Swifty, the side guy. Nah. Yeah, yeah, he, he'll he'll be doing the bleeding today, as well as the badass himself, Stokesy, Doctor Mike. So let's go ahead and get the show started. Stokesy, start us off. What are you drinking, and what is your random thought? Getting over a, a little bit of uh, sickness right now, and uh, you know my my random thought has to do with uh, Psy Guy's background. Um, but you know, uh, pictures are worth. A thousand words, right? So, you know, there you go. We know Taylor Swift was at the goddamn game. Stop it, for the love of God. Oh, no, there's football going on. Yeah. Now now we're going to find out who the football fans are and who the Swifties are. Because I think, you know, uh, along with Stokesy, I'm with you on that. We know we don't care anymore. And the Swifties are like, oh, my God, will she be there next week? I don't care. I I, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a great that's a great way to start us off there, Stokesy. Love it. What else you got for us? Anything else? No, this is it. That's fucking awesome. All right. <laughs> Sci guy, your turn. I, I I I sense a retort coming here, but what are you drinking? And then give us your random thought. Um just just regular H2O for today. Take it easy. I did not go work out today, just want to enjoy my cheat day. So regular H2O and uh, my random thought of today. Hey, hey Snoxy. Two and O. Swift like a Taylor Swift attending two games. Chiefs is two and O. So Hey, let's what? keep the trends going. Two and zero. He, she is unbeatable. She's like invincible. So we're gonna keep this trend going, Swifty. And look, look, I'm wearing today and the possibly future brother-in-law's jersey, Jason Kelsey jersey. I mean, I do have a Kelsey's uh, brother's jersey. That's the reason I I support them, and they're really hilarious. And now with all the, you know, the. Uh, Kelsey is on the headlines a lot of things, so I'm super excited. But two and zero, we'll see if it's going to happen next game. Three and zero, but Chiefs is back in back in the right track, though. It has nothing to do with the stacked offense and defense the Chiefs have. It, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. I'm sure. Two and zero. Two and zero. You know, a, a couple of years ago, the Bucks played the um, the Suns in the NBA Finals. And the Suns were up two games to none, and the Bucks beat them four games to two. So don't start celebrating too early, there, Psy guy. I'm, I'm with I'm with Stokesy Powell into the nerd on this. That it has nothing to do with her, nothing, nothing. I, I mean, who are the Chiefs playing this weekend? Do, do we know? Oh, not not this weekend, but last week they played Jets. But well, I'm not asking who they played last weekend. Who are they I, playing I know, this weekend? I know, I know. I mean, I mean, I mean. Um, you're obviously talking to a Swifty, so they would not know. <laughs> they wouldn't have a clue. Well, they, they're play, they play. They playing. Oh, I think it's 0 and four. Uh, Vikings this weekend. Oh. 
Wow, good guess. Yeah, they are. And they're at Vikings. So it's going to be a great week for Kirk Cousins to uh, steal uh, Kelsey's girlfriend. So now I, I think the, my, my biggest question mark at this point is will Taylor Swift want to go to watch a game in Minnesota? There's well, one there's thing not, to go to. There's not seven feet of snow. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's not it's not New York City, so it's not like she gets all this pub being there. Um, She's dating it, a guy from Kansas City. <laughs> You've uh, been there true. before. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sai uh, guy, thank you for your insight there on on the latest goings on of the of Swiftland, or I don't know what we're going to start calling this. You know, I think what we'll do until they break up, we'll have a weekly. You know, we'll give Sai guy like three minutes every week just to recap what's going on with with uh travis kelsey and taylor swift just to give us a quick recap on on the goings on until until they break up and then you can give us recaps of her love life elsewhere afterwards and look uh, manchester night is going shit now and auburn is not doing very well so none of the team that i support is that i have a you know have a good track record except these two now so this is my belief that believe the whole my whole belief system for this entire like sports season. So, so give me some time though. I, I I try to escape away. I don't want to mention Manchester United. That's the reason I brought this two up though. But you know, you said that they're they're like your whole thing this sports season, dude. You're hanging your hat on that. Oh, ouch. You got to find some sometimes to have that win feeling. So now we're winning. So two and zero. You know, here's what we can do. When when they break up, inevitably, we can invite her on the show to sing her newest breakup song for Travis Kelsey. And then that way, you'll, you'll feel really good about that side guy that she came on the show and sang her, her breakup song here at Big Zone Gala Sports Talk. That'll be where she debuts. It'll go something to the effect of, you know, he broke my heart the way he broke that linebacker's back. Um, you know, I feel let down the way he fumbles the ball, you know, some bullshit like that. And then she'd be like, oh, I don't like him anymore. I want to go back with an old boyfriend. That'll be something to that effect. It's going to be a Super Bowl rematch between Chiefs and Eagle this year. Call it. I call it. And you as a one-time Eagles fan, how are you actually going to react to that? I mean that that whatever it is, I'm bandwagon fans. So like you know, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I have to admit that. Let me just say, I admit that. I'm like, jumping on the safety train, and I'm never gonna be never gonna be jump off that train right now. So I'm on the safety train. So let's just do that, though. You know, I love that you're willing to admit that you're a bandwagon fan. I I love that. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. Because there's people out there like no, no. I've you know, I've I've always been a you know. A, a Tampa Bay Rays fan for 40 years. They haven't been around 40 years, bro. You being a fan, you know, there's those people like that, you know, it's like, and every, or every year, they're, oh no, man, last year I was a fan of this. This year I'm, I'm you know, halfway through the year when there ain't no, now you're their fan, you know, so no, it's good. It's good. You know, I, I'm waiting for you to jump on the, uh, on the Tua Tago Bailoa bandwagon, you know, because I think you'll get it back together after last weekend, but... No, Milwaukee Bucks, they got a Damon Lillard. They are the favorite for the NBA title, so I'm going to be the Bucks fan for the rest of this year. No, I, I think, I think you know, I, I'm going to go with Stokesy with his with his lifelong obsession with the Suns. So, yeah, so, you know, I, I 
you know, I, I don't know. We're coming up on uh, seven months, so it, it's been a long time. That's right. It's been a, a long road. A lifelong seven-month obsession. You know, ever since KD's nuts got traded over to to the Suns. So, and that is the only reason. Wherever KD goes, I'm just gonna pull for him now. But yeah, and he does it just to spite me because mm-hmm. he knows he knows my my dis dislike for for all things Kevin. And it's not you know Kevin Durant's a badass ball player. You know he he can he can ball. Here comes bitch. the backpedaling. He's just a little bitch. No, no backpedaling. He's, he's a little bitch. So, you know, yeah, and, and you know, and, and oh, I want to go to a team where I'm a leader. Well, you haven't won shit without Steph, interestingly enough. So, that changes I this year. What's that? That changes this year. Yeah. And Seven months is about to pay off. That's right. That's with right. With no it's bench all, depth. It's all going to pay off. It's all going to pay off. Let's go get into the main potatoes of our show today right now, though. College football. This is this is where Psy Guy, he loves some college football, right? I, I do, too. And I think, think Stosie does, too. Psy Guy there is, you know, doing this thing again into his mouth. I I don't know what. I, I just love I, shake weight. Yeah, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. Here's a friendly show. <laughs> when would we ever this been has never been show? kid friendly so <laughs> even yeah. when andy's on it's, it's not kid friendly yeah so. yeah <laughs> yeah even when he's on it's like nope we're just going to town so anyways again college football you know i, I think stokes he's more of a college football fan than nfl and rightfully mm-hmm. so um so am i and i, I don't know if saga likes college football more than nfl or not uh well are you a bigger Pro football or college, Saga? Well, I think it's more of a college of football because down in Alabama, we don't have an NFL team, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I I just think the the college game is funner to watch, you know, and Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about something today that even makes it more endearing, dare Mm -hmm. I say. So, naturally, you would talk college football. So, we're going to talk about college football powerhouses from the Southwest. Yes, you know, you heard it right. New Mexico State University and the University of New Mexico. Two powerhouses who are competing for an opportunity to get into a bowl game. Hopefully they Yes, yes, yes. High expectations. New Mexico State made one last year. UNM hasn't been in a bit. And that made the game this year a little more interesting. Um, New Mexico State pulled out the win, 27-17. But that was not the headline. NMSU, New Mexico State, made headlines recently when a video of its starting quarterback, Diego Pavia, or Pavia, depending on who you ask, made the rounds. This video showed Diego pissing on the UNM logo in the UNM indoor practice field. Now, how he got in there, we don't know, because according to UNM Athletics, that practice field is locked up. It's closed. Somebody who knew him at UNM had to have let him in. Just another, another, you know, piece of this puzzle. All right. Now, Lobos are clearly up in arms over it. Oh, my God. But Aggies are chalking it up to, hey, that's part of the library. If you don't like it, stop burning an Aggie and effigy every year at the UNM Red Rally. Now, guys, seriously, is this worth getting worked up over? All right. Is I, I don't think it is. I think it's it could have been childish. 
I mean, again, they burn up Aggie and Effigy. This guy pisses on, on their logo. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it is. But what do you think? Is it worth getting worked over? And what has been the worst thing that you have seen in a college football rivalry? Sci guy, let's go ahead and start with you. Yeah, I think in this case, completely, completely crossed the line. I understand this rivalry is nothing big than the college football rivalry. So down to Alabama, we have Auburn versus uh, the other team. I don't want to mention the name. And um, roll tears. Oh, well, Auburn versus the, uh, you know, Auburn versus the other team. I don't want to mention the name. So it's a stay of Auburn. So, um, well, I've been through a lot of like, you know, Iron Ball game. Honestly, I think it was a great experience. And especially when Auburn's actually play better and then when they're ranking higher and they're beating Alabama all the time. They hated us. They, because you know, the reasons that we always take them down when they're in the, you know, you know, three repeat the championship game or when they're ranking number one in the country or something, we took them down. Auburn took them down more than a lot of SEC teams. So um, I, I get that the feeling before the like uh, um, Iron Bowl week, everybody's nervous, everybody is just ready for the game, and the people start talking about it, and the, even family divided, the brother divided. But we don't do something like that. The only time Alabama's fans crosses the line is the time that Alabama fans actually poisons Auburn's tree. That's the only time that I remember. But that guy got it what he deserved. He has been from all the college of football, and he uh, he's just not able to like come back at all. And uh, I think we all agree, like you know, you can be rivalry as much as possible, and you can be like making fun of each other. You can trash talk, and then you can do whatever, but actually, like pee on someone's logo, I don't think is any of like a players going that low. I mean, at Auburn, we've always about if you are actually big rivalry, you, number one, you respect the game. You respect whatever the stuff you play. You play in the basketball, you play in the baseball, or you play in the football. You respect the game. The only things that I prove that you are good is that you, you beat them on the field, and you beat them, like, fairly, and you beat them, like, just in the public. It's not like a behind the, like, you know, in the gym and pee on someone what that can prove you to like i don't understand like what do you try to prove like i uh, it's through my eyes like this is a too low this is a new level of low i mean as a football fan uh, as a football player we do we need to have some that are professional like professionally professional stuff in us though we we have to understand this is a game and we have a big rivalry we want to play hard but the thing is still you got you got to maintain in certain level, just like uh, I think you know before Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's the story blow up everywhere on ESPN. You guys remember from the week one to week three, we all about Colorado and uh, Coach Prime, and uh, you know we all about that. We see we go everywhere and see those storyline. Now they got blow out by like a USC and also not not blow out. It's close game, lost to USC and blow out by Oregon. Everybody's like a turn attention to Taylor Swift. But the thing, if you guys remember, they actually play Colorado State in the one game. If you guys have one play and the Colorado's the safety, let me let me get his name right. I think his name is uh Hungry Blackburn and the, the safety. 
Remember that he is yeah. actually purpose intentionally in that play. I'm not saying he's he had that you know stuff in mind, but looks like it's just unnecessary roughness. That's you know ref maybe call uh, unnecessary make that hit on Travis Hunter and cause him to be out for a few weeks. And uh, um, you know Blackburn just received some of death threats. But you know what Travis Hunter do? Travis Hunter invite him to his show, to his like a social media show, and just to say, hey, this is about the game. Whatever happened on the field, leave on the field. And, uh, you know, if it's off the field, we're still friends. We just respect game. Look what the example they set up for us. And look like these things pee on the logo. I think we, we have a clear my picture to my clear like you know mind to say which one is supposed to be the rivalry which one it's just disgusting so that's just my take good take solid take so Sai guy is not down with the pissing on the logo okay Sai guy what's worse the pissing on the logo or harvey updike killing the 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 auburn trees Definitely killing the trees. Like you are literally talk about the you know criminal. That's a criminal act. Yeah. Like you are just yeah. you are destroy the property. Like you know it doesn't make any sense. But it's just it, it's 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 we're talking about the criminal level from that point. He got yeah. charged. He got like you know he got charged by I don't I don't know. But he, he had six months in jail and had to pay back like eight hundred grand in restitution and didn't do that. He already passed away too. So this yeah. is, that is where it is. So. Stokesy Powell, your turn. Give us your take on Pissgate. Well, so first, Psy Guy, please stay sheltered. Please r remain precious for all of us. Yes, brother, yes. Please, please, please do. I, I really need that in my life and those wholesome takes. So, um, Yes, we must all just be good stewards of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, long time ago in a state far, far away called New York, I used to be a graduate assistant for a football team. Um, I've seen some shit. All right. Like people peeing on a logo is like, we got nothing better to do on a Tuesday. Like psychotic level shit during rivalry games. Um, I don't want to say which one at ah, hell. It's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, Cortica, if you've ever heard of that, it is the biggest rivalry in division three and it was a GA for one of those teams. I'll tell you, it wasn't Cortland. Fuck those guys. And I gotta say when a D three football game is literally so destructive between fans that you have to move it for security reasons to New York City to play the fucking football game. Pissing on a logo ain't, ain't that bad. All right. I'm talking the day of Cortica uh, when it was in Ithaca back in 2012. Um, walked out of my house. I saw people taped to trees or saran wrap, not taped. Saran wrapped to trees and Cortland apparel. They look like they got the shit kicked out of them. I mean, that night, businesses just closed. They were like, we are not open. There was security up and down every street in Ithaca and in Cortland and every road in between just because of the sheer amount of destruction that came from it. 
All right. And the players, although everything was knotted up as tight as it could, there were still shenanigans that happened before the game. I'm not going to go into what those are because well, it's a little incriminating. And I'm not going to do that. What's the worst thing I've seen that I can talk about for a rivalry? Um, well, first of all, I, going beyond college sports, I mean, going to worldwide football, we can think of Liverpool and Juventus, the Heisel disaster, right? Yeah. That killed people, okay? That is much bigger of a deal than some symbolic urination gesture, I would say. But to even... Uh, go off of how big the Cortland and Ithaca rivalry is a little bit more. Uh, when I was living in Albuquerque, this was 2015, I think. I was at a brewery. I was wearing an Ithaca shirt. And this group of Cortland people, I don't know why they were wearing Cortland gear that day. And they just walked in and the whole place, if people knew what was going on, were silent and just looking right we had quite the standoff there for a little bit um i wanted to buy him a beer and be like hey we're not in new york anymore this is kind of cool and they wanted to be jackasses because they can't read and went to Cortland. did i say that out loud maybe i'm a little bit spiffy but anyways i'm not really worked up over this whole get better pranks figure it out I uh, I have to say yes. I I agree with that take. Um, keep in mind this is the same rivalry that last year resulted in a New Mexico State basketball player being lured to UNM's campus, being shot at, and then him shooting back and killing the perpetrator. Um, if we're worried about pissing, and that that story is already essentially blown over. Man, you know, living in New Mexico, we we have a, I mean, the whole country does, right? Albuquerque has a pretty bad crime problem. They're worried about someone pissing. They're worried about someone pissing. Uh, and I'm going to repeat that one more time. Albuquerque has a pretty bad crime problem, and they're worried about somebody pissing on a logo. Let's devote our time and resources where it really matters. I, I mean... Yeah, I guess you could argue. Yeah, it's in bad taste. Blah, you know, you know. Back in in our day, back in our day, I'm old guy, right? You know what a team would have done? They would have said, "All right, next year we're gonna piss on their logo." That's what that's what would happen. So what happened? And nowadays, everyone just wants to get their feelings hurt. Just go pee on their fucking logo next time you're over there. Go find something to do, or actually try and win. Yeah, I mean that that would that would be real that nice, too. you know. I I mean, had they won the game, they, it would have been easier to say, "Hi, oh, you peed on our logo," but we peed on your season. They can't even do that. So, you know, let's not distract from the fact that they lost again to New Mexico State two years in a row by saying, "Oh, yeah, we lost, but they peed on our logo." Really, that's that's where we're going with this. Um, Again, Albuquerque has a lot more problems than someone pissing on a logo. And maybe, maybe, maybe the Lobo Athletic Department wants to look into who let him in to the indoor practice facility to begin with. It's supposed to be locked at all times. Okay, Only authorized personnel, i.e. football and athletic staff, are supposed to be able to get in there. So why don't, why don't you start there? Okay, And that person should be handled appropriately 
Um, whatever NMSU does with Diego, they're going to handle that appropriately. Now, you know, I read a thing today where um, apparently people in Albuquerque want to know what the punishment was. It's called FERPA. He's still he's still in college, and they cannot disclose that to anybody. They're like, oh, we need to know. No, you you don't. You're on a need to know basis, and you don't need to. You don't need to. You know that that state that literally stays in house. Whenever I see you know these things come out of oh so and so got punished, and I'm like, wow, you are walking a fine line by by disclosing that stuff. When you see it on on ESPN, you know oh so and so got you know that's the stuff you shut the fuck up about. You you, you know what I mean? The NMSU has pretty much said, hey, we're handling it indoors, wait in house, and that's it. We're not going to say anything else. And New Mexico State plays tonight. I'm wondering if I turn on the game, if he's going to be missing a quarter or a half or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Did they make him run extra laps? Did they make him? Do, I I don't know what they did. But at the end of the day, that I mean, and you know, you're both in higher ed. We are we are bound to 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 FERPA. You know, I mean, we can't disclose you know disciplinary actions taken at schools. We can't do it. We can't do it. So these people calling for that, like, okay. If you're going to be calling for, okay, we need to know what happened, maybe you should educate yourself on what can be disclosed. And New Mexico State has said about as much as they can say about this. That just is what it is. It, you have to like it? No, you don't have to, but it just is what it is. You know, um, I, I don't I don't know, you know, what, what else to make of this. I think it was, and, and, and again, I'm not going to say here and say it was in great taste. No, it was in poor taste, but mm-hmm. it's a fucking rivalry and people are going to do shit. Go piss on their field back next year. Do it on their field rather than in a practice field. You know, make make it a spectacle. That's the way th- these rivalries are handled. You know, I mean, you you get them back next year. I mean, I, I think this almost felt like they were trying to cover up the loss. Look, I Oh, oh absolutely. I uh, I have to tell you guys. So I've been to a uh, football game, which actually Auburn play South Carolina. So Stokesy, you know what South Carolina being called, right? They're mascot. Uh, yeah, Cox. Okay, I'm I'm very aware. You know it's a rooster, that was, right? That was the 2014. That was the first time I kind of like uh, understand that the biggest meaning for all for SEC because inside the conference they hate each other. They hate each other. They hate everyone, right? So when we play South Carolina, and it was 2014 at a student session, and uh, I think it was like a halftime or or third quarter, we just saw a giant flick, like a, a giant balloon dildo shape of a stuff passing around in this like a student student session. It has been passing there for like about the six or seven minutes until they take down. Everybody just pressing, 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 pressing. That was the time that I was like, look, Auburn fan, I thought we are decent. <laughs> that was the time. It was just like, in this time, I was like, okay, that is what a football about. So I guess, like, it is that moment that I make me feels like, yeah, this is a football. But my take is that football, you know, except the rivalry or anything like that, a football, a sports is the place that all the fans try to escape to. It's like dreamland. And then you just want to watch sports, entertain yourself, and you'll know, hang out and have time to with your body. And now, like you think about something, do something like that, it, it definitely makes a lot of fans uncomfortable. It makes sense. Like I want to just enjoy. I think it's pure of just I want to 
you know, this is my place that I relax, everything, and then you do that kind of a stuff. Yeah, I think it's cross line. So that's the that's the thing. The football is still a purest place for us, or sports is still purest like place for us to go enjoy. Though, we need to keep that place pure. Just about sports, game respect game. That should be the model for every sports, though. You know, and so side guy, I I appreciate like, and I'm not trying to mean what you're saying. I do appreciate what you're saying. That time is long gone, man. It's been gone for a long time it i mean there there's no decorum i can't like i haven't been to new mexico state versus unm games since 2008 or 9 because last time i went okay where you know i i'm a graduate from both universities so i'm wearing a new mexico state jersey my wife's wearing a lobo jersey our our son jacks he was a little kid at the time wearing a lobo jersey we're out tailgating with friends from unm and nmsu having a good time as we're leaving you know, we, we get in our car, we're leaving. Our car gets pelted by full beer cans. Okay. I've, I have never just, I've never wanted to go back again. It, that time is long gone, Sai Guy. It's long I, gone. And I would rather have someone piss on a fucking logo than throw beer cans at my car. Okay. And that's what it was. That was here at UNM. I haven't gone back here. I won't go to the games in Las Cruces because as much as ideally I would like to think that it's different, it's not. It's not. So I, I don't go to rivalry games. I don't. I, I'll go to the end of the season game when the team is, you know, three and eight and out of any running because now the tickets are $4 and I can go and tailgate and have a good time and no one cares because we're just, we're just, we just want to drink and eat and that's it. But these games I won't go to anymore. I just, I won't do it. I can't do it. The New Mexico United soccer games here. When you're gonna buy tickets, they literally have on on the and I think it might be everywhere for soccer. I'm not sure, but here they have a, a disclaimer. You know, sections blah 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 are 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 reserved for family. Other sections may get rowdy and loud, blah, because that's what it is. It's what it is. I, I mean, we don't have to like it, but it's it's where we're at. You know, and so regardless of whether we're like, oh, you know, we need we need to we need to maintain this this you know this it's it's a I think it's an ideal that we want you know oh this is this is our escape uh, you know I the way I escape now is I'm watching it on TV I I I to me I I could be at home and at peace and not worried about it but when you're out and about um you know rivalry game or not you know uh, you, yeah but you this this season for some reason the NFL there's been more fights than I can ever recall in a season. And we're four weeks in. There's been a ton of fights, ton of fights out there. You know, I mean, some dude just got killed at a Patriots game a couple weeks ago. This past weekend, the Chargers and Raiders, uh, Chargers fan knocked out a Raider guy. I mean, there's been fight after fight after fight. It's just, it's gone. The decorum is gone. You know, so I, I think. Unless... Well, to your point, it was never there. Yeah, yeah, it was true. never there. Like Brian uh, Benner, yeah. he, he's been on a couple of different shows. He's been a lifelong Broncos fan, grew up just down the street in Colorado Springs. When he was a little kid, four or five years old, something like that, they went to a Stillers-Broncos game at Mile High, and some old guy was threatening to throw him down a flight of stairs because he was wearing a John Elway jersey. All oh, right? Yeah. Like, this stuff has never been been here and nor nor do sports want that to be here yeah look at gambling you talk about all of the fights that are going on now alonzo how much of that can we bring back to gambling in these arenas 
Ooh. a hell of a lot more than you would think when Bubba gets fucked up off of 45 cores lights, AKA water, and then bets the house on some fucked up parlay that obviously doesn't pan out. And so now what's he going to do? He's going to take his frustration out on somebody in a different colored Jersey. Cause it's easy then. It's what, what was ridiculous. it a few weeks ago when the Rams were playing the Ford Niners and the Rams are down 10 and the last play of the game, they kick a field goal to get it to seven. Mm-hmm. And apparently the, the, the spread was seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Imagine sitting there and you have the, you know, you've got, you've got the Niners covering the spread and all of a sudden that field goes in and you've already had one many, one too many to drink and you're yeah. sitting in the stadium. Yeah. What the, you know what I mean? And, and now they didn't cover the spread because the Rams decided to kick that field goal as time expired. So yeah. you're, you're right. You know, I, I mean, th- these things, I think they compound, you know, you've got, you got the, the, the history already of people just, People they forget who they are when they go to these games that they become they become monsters. And secondly, oh, yeah. secondly, you've got these people out there who are like gambling, and you know, it, you, you know what what's what's the what's the statistics? Uh, Super Bowl Sunday that that night is the highest DV in, in uh, domestic violence night in in the in the United States every year. And it's also the biggest human trafficking event in the fucking world. Yes, and nobody talks about that. Nobody does, and and I'm God. We're poor side. Go ahead, no, you're fine. Side is <laughs> no. like side is like I can't believe it. My 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 dreams are destroyed. Yeah, no, I, we understand. We know. We we read the news about that. But the thing is, like, we either, I guess, like, you still think of sports. Like, then what do you think about sports? Then is a sports the place just recognize it? Is it like well? Again, I think it's like if you consider all of that, you should just stop watching sports. But can we do that? I don't think we can. You know, it's just we have a somebody is good, like you know about this stuff. We need to talk about real awareness. But the thing is, like, we really can't stop it though. As a gen, like a normal fan, I mean, we can just you know bring the awareness and then um, you know recognize these things happen. But other thing, we have to enjoy sport. So like you know, it's just it is what it is. Like I mean, that's that's what's happening. Well, it's I, an I, escape, I, and people yeah. are taking the escape to a totally different level than you or I would. I would say, well, no, I know, I know. So, yeah, uh, and it's unfortunate. I, and bad eggs are popping up all over the place for it. It has to stop. But how do you stop it? Well, not by allowing people to fucking piss away thousands of dollars on one of these things during a game, over-serving people, allowing beer sales to go on into the eighth or past that in baseball. Was it the like, Brewers who were doing that? Remember something like that? Oh, no, it's the whole MLB now. Again? It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of them are doing it because it's a shorter game that we didn't uh, anticipate. And it's like that's such bullshit that you're just giving frat bros the opportunity to pound Coors Lights faster and pretend they're macho. Like, come on. Yeah. So, I, I don't disagree with you, man. All, all, all I'm saying is this is a this is the reality. You know what I mean? Um, I would love to be able to take my family. I, I would love to be able to take them to watch, like I said, NMSU and UNM. It's a big part of my upbringing. You know, I, I growing up, we, we liked watching them on TV. We didn't get to go a lot of games growing up. Watched them on TV plenty. Started watching them more when I got into college, you know, going to, to ball games and stuff. I can't do that anymore, you know, and it sucks. You know, um, so what do you do? I don't stop watching it. I watch it from home now. You know, that's what it is. I'm going to watch it from home. I'm watching from from a distance. And it, to, to me, you know, to to use a, a newer generation, to, to 
my own safe space, man. At home, we can watch the games, and but there's something missing there, you know, not being not being out outside, not having the concessions, and you know, seeing seeing the kids look around and and all of these stadiums, and you know what I mean, and of the larger than life players on the field, like oh, I could that that's missing, you know, when, when you do that from home. And that's- what do we do? I don't I don't have an answer to that, you know. I I but I, you know, all this to say that I think there are worse things than. NMSU's quarterback pissing on the UNM logo. And that's how you bring it back. That's that's why we need this women to bring the fans, bring the Swifty to the game. Yeah, yeah. bring the Swifty to the game. That's we need to change the sports, and this women can do it. This girl can do it. We well, trust them. Know, we trust her. This girl can do it. Bring the Swifties to the game. Just hope R. Kelly doesn't show up and start pissing on them. So and you know we'll 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 go ahead and, and move forward from there. We'll move forward from there. So if you don't catch that reference, watch the Dave Chappelle R. Kelly episode, and you will you will laugh your ass off. Keep in mind it is Dave Chappelle, so NSFW. All right. So guys, from pissing on a football field. By the way, great great discussion, guys. That was fucking great. From pissing on a, a football field to FIFA pissing off some international football fans. For an ESPN.com report today, the 2030 World Cup is going to be played in Europe, Africa, and South America. So you've got Portugal, Spain from Europe, Morocco from Africa, Argentina, Peregrine, and Uruguay from South America will be sharing the hosting duties for the 2030 World Cup. Guys, what is your take on this? Good, bad, neither. Stikesy, Stikesy, Stokesy, my apologies. Give us your take on this development. Why not just add in a couple more countries? Maybe we play in Antarctica a couple games, uh, Australia, uh, New Zealand too. Um, Hell, we could go back to Canada, play, you know, another game there. Uh, Brazil, I'm sure that they would just love to have FIFA come back after a couple of years ago. What the hell are we doing? Like, at this point, just have one host site that you just stay at and play at and that's it i I would also argue the olympics should do the same thing with greece all olympic games are in greece period that's my take on it Uh, that's a good take um if you did have just one host site stokesy where would it be Switzerland. Switzerland. How can you get mad at Switzerland? That's a that's a good take. Just the Swiss. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, they would become filthy rich because every four years, just billions of dollars going into their economy. That would be awesome. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, and just for the World Cups. That's all. Yeah, yeah. and we we can do all the. All the other CONCACAF, UEFA, everything else, everywhere else, just the World Cup ends up there. All roads lead to Switzerland. Imagine that. Imagine that. FIFA, the road to Switzerland. It's yeah. better PR than they deserve. Yeah. And then in the background, you, you, the picture behind me was would be what you have. Set bladder accepting cash. Literally all day in Switzerland. Only it doesn't belong to the citizens. Yeah, yeah. Side guy, 
to take, man? What do you think about this? Um, I would say might be a good idea. Um, let me. This is my take purely from economical, like you know, uh, point that. Um, you guys remember how much Qatar is spending on that World Cup, right? Yeah, two hundred twenty billion dollars, like hold together for the entire econ like economy. So, um, I have to say this: we have to recognize this is COVID after COVID. The world economic is just not going very well, and um, hosting the World Cup, like hosting the um the you know Olympics events, is definitely a burden for um for a lot of country. I don't want to point out, but I have to point out Brazil. And you guys remember after they host the, the like Olympics and the World Cup, their economics is going really down. Though. There's a lot of you know factors we consider, but I think that was the time they should not do that. I understand they want to show the world like um, their culture and the, everything. It's the boost the confidence of all, all the fans, all the people in that country. But it's really, it's like costing money. And I did, you know, I, I remember that I, I remember like I read a, a story about the like I think either Atlanta's like an Olympic is like either like a fundraiser person, and I think it's she or he, and then talk about it this and saying like literally I have to fundraise a lot of stuff, and then after fundraise building all the stadium, and you have to think about the sustainability. What are you gonna do with all this stadium? So, um, you know, that's just a lot of burden put on the one country. And uh, and after World Cup, what are you going to do? Is that really the economic data show that the World Cup brings a positive like, improvement for our country? We don't have that data back on that claim. So I guess it might be a good idea. You know, each country hosts to have their own places host a World Cup game and only draw the fan. You know that that that's gonna be you know challenging for the like the FIFA to think about it. How do you draw that group though? Because you don't want them to travel too much, too far away, or you don't want them to go. So it, it has to it has to depends. Like yeah, it, it's it's going to be a power play. It's going to be a political play. And who gonna be have a home game? Who gonna be have a away game or anything like that? So I think from purely from current like economic standpoint. One country should not spend that much money to do that because you know everybody's right now is uh, every country's life is suffering because of the economic downturn, and then um, if we can just you know find that all the countries um, can can host that stuff together, th that might be better. That might be better, but there will be also making you know big challenge for the hosting countries or continent or region, and that. How are you going to be able to solve these uh, security issue? Because we, the show we talk about is, you know, a couple months ago, if you guys mentioned that um, the issues about the homophobic, like, you know, chant in the, you know, in Mexico, like, uh, you know, the game, right? So from Mexican fan, like, nobody want, really want that. So what's the standard should we follow and during that game? And how do we make sure the game? Is not be impacted by the other ongoing issue. That's going to be a big one. That's going to be a big one. And then um, I think it is good. I can see the good thing, and I also can see the challenge. You know, ahead though. Well, that's a solid point about splitting splitting up the cost among six six countries rather than one or two footing the bill. Um, particularly in this, you know, with this economic, with the the, the worldwide economy right now, right? 
but again, the, the logistics is what would get me, you know, um, I doubt, I believe the report said that like, it'd probably be the first round games in South America and then everything else overseas or something like that. Um, it's still a logistical nightmare. I, I don't care. It's still like, fuck man. You know, I, I mean, and from a sustainability perspective, you're going to fly all those teams to all those different places. Yeah, yeah. that's really uh, yeah. uh green thumb of you there. Great. And, well, and well, I want to push back on the economic points, ahead, too, uh, in that nobody who hosts these things is making money as a country. They don't, because the contracts that FIFA and the Olympics have with these countries allows them to basically go in, open everybody's cash drawers, take tax subsidies from the people, and put it in their own coffers for God only knows what reason. So there, nobody's making money off of this. It doesn't matter if you divide it by one, like one host city or country, six, the whole world. It doesn't fucking matter because FIFA is just going to come in, take what they want, and leave. Or the Olympics, too. Yeah. Well, that's that's their green thumb is the greenbacks. You know that that's what they're worried about is the money. That's that's what they want. Um, you know, I again, I think logistically bad. You know, I, I, just like you said, sustainability horrendous. Um, and I guess instead of splitting the profits, splitting the 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 losses among six countries rather rather than rather than gaining anything. Hey, instead of losing you know, $3 billion. We only lost 500 million because the other countries put in and lost as well. Um, But you got patriotism. That's right. Damn it. You know, you know, and it's funny, you know, we we have the cup coming up here in, in, in the States, Canada and Mexico here soon. And we, Oh, it's great. And I'm I'm excited for it. Believe me wrong. I'm fucking thrilled. I'm glad it's coming here. But at the end of the day, we're going to put the bigger end of the bill on that. United States is, I, I mean, there's gonna be there's there's more stadiums being used in the, in the U.S. Going to be more games in the U.S. We're gonna put the bigger end of the bill, you know. And but the big difference is we already have most of the stadiums in place and a lot of the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, very true. Because I I think we are using only stadiums that are already built. Right? There's nothing that's yeah. going to be built for this. Correct. Yeah. Just yeah. some infrastructure stuff and stadium improvements, that type of thing. Yeah. Which in the long term could actually be good for a lot of these stadiums. Gillette, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's an awful stadium to get to. But well, I and if, if who is it? Is this is it cranky with uh, SoFi? Oh yeah. If you decide you don't want to do it, you, you know they're going to go to Vegas. Yeah. You know they're going to go. To, I mean, there's, you know he. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but if he, if he says no, 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 we need a bigger share of the. He was going to be like, hey, Vegas, you want in on this? And they're going to be like, yeah, they'll jump in. The only one losing yeah. is Cranky and, and L.A. as a whole, you know? So, Well, they wouldn't know what to do with that many people in that stadium, you know? No anything way. over 30,000, they've never seen before. So Yeah, I, I think anything over like 12,000, you know, that's, you know, they're like, oh, my God, you know, we, we have a full house of Rams fans today, and it's like 12,000 people. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah, they they blew that one. The NFL blew that one by not getting letting the Raiders go back to LA and making the Rams and Chargers go elsewhere. So, yeah, keeping the Chargers in San Diego that would have been a much better move. Yeah, how about that? And I think it's like as you mentioned that when when actually 49ers play 
Rams at the SoFi Stadium and the, the stadium full of the right jersey. I was like, what the heck? Is this a, like a home game for the Niners or for the Rams? I can't even tell. Like, that's just ridiculous, though. I, I'll tell you what, though. Those those Niner fans are really starting to follow their team hardcore. When when they've played Dallas in Dallas, when they've played, you know, whatever, doesn't matter where they're at, you see a lot of fucking Niner red the past yeah. few years. Yeah, They've always had that. No, I, I don't remember them having a, this big of a following, man. Mm. I remember Northern California, they had a huge fall in California. You know, but I mean, the, the teams that you saw nationwide were the Cowboys and Raiders, you know, and now the Niners have become that team. That's pretty, I think it's pretty fucking cool. I'm like, huh. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty impressive. I think it's pretty impressive. So, so yeah. All right, let's move on from, uh, well, <laughs> This this could have been our dumbass of the week, right? But it's not. It's not. Believe it or not, FIFA, you know, splitting this amongst fucking three continents is not our dumbass of the week. What is our dumbass of the week? Well, we don't know yet. Each of Guy and Stokesy and myself are going to tell you who our dumbass is, sports-related or not, and why. You have two minutes or you take a shot next week. Guy doesn't want to take a shot again. That didn't go so well for him last time. So, Guy, go ahead and start us off today. Who is your dumbass of the week and why? Uh, my dumbass of the week is definitely the official and the VR official for Tottenham Hotspurs versus Liverpool game. And there's the controversy degenerated and is unbelievable. And now they're asking for the release of the video, like you know, communication between VR ref and uh, um the between uh, on field on the pitch ref, right? And then somehow today, uh, Liverpool's coach is step like a step out and they say the only fair like that's definitely it definitely is the worst call ever. That was um, Diaz. That goal is should not be disallowed. That should be a game either tie or Liverpool definitely get a point. And not say one point or two point, but that that's the call is definitely changed the game. And Liverpool down the two man, and that was also controversy for from me. And uh, um, you know, Klopp and then the Liverpool's coach today says the only way to make this fair is to replay the game. Let's see if that happened. I like this stuff. I like you know, I I'm I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I I support him on the claim. The only way to make that um fair. Is probably replay the game or you forfeit a game though. There we go. Ah uh, man, you got to a minute twenty. Fuck. I was hoping you'd you'd go over two minutes. Shit. Really? Yeah, I'm right. just I I have my timer back here. So hey, I'm a lither, lither. <laughs> but you're you're right. I, I don't think they'll replay it. I think logistically it's it they, they can't do it, but I think they should. I really think they should. It's kind of bullshit. So Stokesy Powell, who is your dumbass of the weekend? Why? This one's a little late, but it's worth mentioning. Somebody named Reza Bellucci. Reza Bellucci. So Reza wants to cross the Atlantic like many of us have. An epic voyage, sure. But the problem is he's trying to do it in what he calls a hydropod, which is essentially a giant hamster wheel powered by Bellucci himself. He has like inflatable stuff all over it and buoyant stuff. So basically, it's just this giant wheel that he runs on and it runs on the water. 
So, uh, obviously, the Coast Guard found him, but he actually was about 70 miles off of the coast of Tybee Island in Georgia in late August. And then after a three-day standoff in the water where Bellucci threatened to kill himself and possibly blow up the vessel with himself in it, the Coast Guard finally brought him in. He was charged with obstruction of boarding and violation of a captain of port order, basically to cease and desist riding this hamster wheel across the Atlantic and is now currently out on a quarter million dollars in bail barred from the ocean as part of that agreement or getting on a vessel in the ocean at all. And uh, in case you're wondering, why does somebody think they want to do this? Um, I guess he did two cross-country trips, a la Forrest Gump, via running. I just wanted to go running on my hamster wheel, Jenny. And he tried to do something similar to this hamster wheel on the ocean bit in 2014, 2016, and 2021. So, Reza Bellucci, my dumbass of the week. That is a really good dumbass of the week. Um, I didn't even hear about that. That is, yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. My dumbass of the week. We're back at it. Trevor Bauer. Trevor freaking Bauer um, came out. So he had sued the girl who tried to, you know, get a restraining order against him and stuff. And she cost him his major league baseball career, blah, blah, blah. He had sued her and she countersued. Now, his lawsuit, what he was able to do was get discovery on stuff that she had hidden from the original courts. And he read a lot of the stuff that she had texted back and forth to her friends, showed a video of herself after the night. Uh, yeah, she's laying next to him, all happy, showing a video of herself laying next to him after the night where he supposedly roughhoused her. And he's pretty much saying, fuck you. And that that girl had the nerve to go on another show today. I forgot what it was. And was pretty nonchalant about the whole thing. Oh, no, you know, I'm not guilty of anything but locker room talk. No, you know, I. everyone who knows me knows I'm sarcastic. And that's, you know, it's, so I was being sarcastic when people were saying, get the bag. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? So, ouch. She is my dumbass of the week. Um. I, I still think he's a moron for putting himself in these predicaments because she's not the first person to accuse him of something, but she's the first one to be found out to be a liar. What the fuck? What the fuck? So that's what the guys who pissed on the logo should say. It was sarcasm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you'll get away with it there. You'll get away with it there. So girl who accused Trevor Bauer, you are my dumbass of the week. For essentially admitting that you fucking lied. Yeah, you're like Carol Baskin. That bitch. That's right. That's that's exactly where I was headed with that. Guys, that is all we got. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share with anyone and everyone you know. And like I tell you every week, if you don't know anyone to share this with... Go on and make some friends. That's a good idea. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, etc. The links are in the description. Don't forget to check out our resident musician, El Cabra, as the humble bassist on the channel and the link as well, as well as Caleb the Mac McChesney and Canadian Ryan the Hoser Moore on Foxborough Bcast. Also, the links in the description. 
Stokesy and Sagai, thanks for joining with me today. As always, you two are awesome. For Big Zone and Gabra Sports Talk, I have been the Big Zoe. Guys, can we give Gabra a shout out with a bleat? One, two, three. Man. <laughs> that sounds like a dying fucking goat. So, <laughs> and remember, everybody, do not be assholes. We will see you all next Wednesday, guys. Great time. Peace out, everybody. Way bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. And please join us next week for another episode of Big Zoe and Cabra Sports Talk.